Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode two of season three of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Today's show is The Clitheroe Kid, that great British sitcom that ran from 1957 all the way to 1972 on the BBC. It starred British actor Jimmy Clitheroe as a smart-aleck little schoolboy living with his family in northern England. Peter Sinclair played his Scottish granddad, Patricia Burke as his mother, Diana Day as his sister Susan, Danny Ross as her boyfriend Alfie, and Tony Melody as Mr. Horatio Higginbottom, his granddad's drinking buddy. The show was a huge success in England, thus its long run, and quite a decent number of the shows remain available to this day. Enjoy the December 31st, 1962 and January 17th, 1965 broadcasts of The Clitheroe Kid. Then Jimmy Clitheroe as the Clitheroe Kid with Peter Sinclair, Patricia Burke, Danny Ross, and Diana Day in... Help! It's a girl! on the floor a couple of times and I'm all, I'm all right for another five minutes. Come on, Jimmy. Out of bed. Oh, Grandad, you aren't up a noisy lot. When I was your age in my uncle's farm, I was up at five o'clock every morning straight out into the cowshed. That's a funny place to have your breakfast. <laughs> uh, that was no joke. I had to work very hard. Before I went to school, I had to feed the pigs and collect the eggs. Get away, pigs don't lay eggs. <laughs> oh, what a... I don't know where you get your jokes from. Which is hardest. Getting Jimmy out of bed in the morning or trying to get him into it at night. <laughs> I read the toast, Mother. I suppose it'll be cold before Rip Van Winkle gets downstairs. No, <laughs> no, it won't. Well, well, you're getting old, Jimmy. You must have been in that bathroom two whole minutes. Well, the hot water's slow coming through. While I was waiting, I cleaned my shoes. It looks as if you used the shoe brush on your face. Well, nobody can tell when your face is dirty with all that wall paint you slap on it. Night cream, day cream, vanishing cream, cold cream, hot cream, ice cream. <laughs> no wonder they call you a clot. <laughs> shut up and eat your breakfast. Yes, Susan, shut up. What time is it, Grandad? It's, um... Uh... Twenty-two minutes to nine. Oh, Hackney bus goes at twenty-two. We've been telling you all morning, you delayed. I'll eat me toast on the bus. If I miss it again, Sam the Sniffer's going to keep me in after school. Sam the Sniffer? Yeah, Mr. Pringle, our geography master, he's always sniffing. He has one of them pencil things you sniff when you have a cold. He's always got it stuck up his hooter. <laughs> The other day, he left it on the desk while he went out and Ozzy dipped it in some pepper. 
do one slip and blew his chopstick clean through the window. <laughs> a punishment for teasing Charlie Thompson. <laughs> I will not tolerate fighting in the playground. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Are you crying? No, sir. Oh. Are you? Pardon? questions did you pick? Well, the first one is, compare your own land with a foreign country. I picked Holland. Go on. <laughs> Tell me something about Holland that is different from Lancashire. Uh, well, um, the mountains. What mountains? Uh, the Alps. In Holland, the Alps. Yes, sir. Say that all, I have been teaching geography for over 20 years, and I never knew until today that the Alps were in <coughs> Holland. Well, you've never done learning, have you, sir? <laughs> You're coming home from school. Let me see, Alfie. School cap and blazer, satchel, exercise books and pencil. No. I've been fishing for tiddlers, you daft looking. Aye, that'll do. I've got you later, are you? I've been kept in. I've been teaching Sniffer Pringle about geography. Yeah, but he's the geography master, isn't he? Well, he knows nothing about Holland. Yeah, but what he must do is an M.A. That's not what the lads call him. <laughs> Where's your bike? Well, I, I took it to Jackson's garage because I've got a screw loose. No, not me, me cranky. And he, he started making sidecars to sell Mr. Jackson. He wants to test one. He wants me to test it for him, you see. So I'm having it fastened on my bike. And tomorrow night, me and Susan are going to try it out. Don't talk, Gaff. You can't snog in a sidecar. There's not enough room. Oh, I, I hope I haven't got the stuff of your corny jokes all the way through tea. Oh, are you coming to our house for your tea? Yeah. Your, your mammy's asking me. Oh, I wondered why you had a clean shirt on. <laughs> well, here's our house. Come in and put your nose bag on. Oh, you and your jokes. Come in, Alfie. You're right, Jimmy. Hang your cap in the hole, Mr. Hall. I'll hang your pants up in a minute while you're still wearing them. <laughs> right, come in the living room. Hey, we've got visitors. You're sure you won't have another cup of tea? Mrs. Matthews. Oh, no, thanks, Mrs. Clitheroe. We must get home, I'm afraid. Hey, Jimmy, I hope we're not intruding. I don't know about you, but I live here. Come on. <laughs> I'm glad you got settled in so quickly. You'll like it here. Alfie, we've got lodges. 
And I know Jimmy will be pleased to see you, Sandra. Thank you, Mrs. Cleveland. Hello, Jimmy. Oh, heck. Sandra Matthews. You're late home from school, Jimmy. Yeah, I was kept in by the human suction pump. <laughs> Sandra. Sniffer. Jimmy, that'll do. Jimmy, Sandra's moved in across the road. Yes, Jimmy. When neighbors. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yes, we are seeing a lot of each other. Not if I see you first. <laughs> well, come along, Sandra. We must be going. Come along. I'll see you to the door. Yeah, cheerio, Sandra. Cheerio, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Cheerio. <laughs> Bye-bye, Jimmy. Bye-bye, Sandra. Get lost. <laughs> yeah, hey, <laughs> she fancies you, Jimmy. <laughs> She'll be a little playmate for you. Oh, Jim, over. She's a girl. Yes, I noticed it. <laughs> if the Black Hand Gang saw me playing with a girl, they'd use me for catapult practice. Well, that new washer should stop the tap dripping. Uh, oh, Jimmy, where's your mother? Uh, at the front door, seeing the visitors off. Oh, hello, Alfie. You're all dressed up for a change. You going somewhere? It is for me, tea, But I'm not going. I was when I left out home because I was coming. Here. That's why now I've come. I'm not going. What is all that? He doesn't know whether he's coming or going. Yeah. Get over. I've, I've come for me, tea. What a nice family. Ah, uh, you mean the Matthews family. Mm. She's a nice woman. And we stand as nice, too. Isn't she, Jimmy? Oh, she's all right. She's quite pretty, don't you think, Jim? Suppose so. <laughs> Jimmy don't like girls. Well, she likes you, Jimmy. Oh, Granddad, turn it up, will you? <laughs> don't tease him, Father. Alfie will be having tea as soon as Susan gets home. Yeah, right, Mr. Clitheroe. Oh, you were kept in after school then, Jimmy. All right, Mum, don't rub it in. Well, it was your own fault for being late this morning. Maybe in future you'll get up when you're called. Uh, you were kept a long time just for being late, Jim. Oh, it wasn't just that. I was kept in for having a fight with Charlie Thompson. Was he kept in late as well? No, he was sent home early. <laughs> his nose was bleeding. Jimmy, <laughs> you shouldn't have been fighting. Well, we couldn't play marbles. It was raining. Look, what was this fight all about? Charlie Thompson came to school with his cousin, a girl. He even carried her books. What's so terrible about that? You what? He's in the Black Hand Gang. We followed him round the playground shouting, Sissy Thompson, where's your gym slip? <laughs> then we held him down and tied a pink ribbon in his hair. <laughs> no wonder Charlie clouted you. Well, it was Charlie's own fault. He shouldn't come to school with a soppy girl. Put these things on the table, Father, will you? Ah, right, yeah, Pat. Oh, Jimmy, in case I forget, will you call at Mrs. Matthews' house in the morning? She asked me if you'd do a favour for her. Oh, all right, Mum. What is it? Take Sandra to school on the bus. <laughs> you Don't blame me. It'll be the chain this time. 
I called you four times this morning. I know, but the first three times I thought it was having a nightmare. Well, finish your toast and get a move on. Oh, all right. What's your... Don't talk with your mouth full. Whoa, here you hurry. Will you stop spraying your toast all over my porridge? <laughs> Jimmy, I'm going without you. I'm going, Grandad. Where's the cap? Where's what? Rick, I want... Pick up. It's on your head. Well, I put it away. <laughs> Come on, I miss my bus. All right, don't panic. I'm coming. Take your time, Scraggy Neck. My bus comes five minutes before yours. In that case, I've just got five minutes to wait. There's your bus just going round the corner. Oh, heck! Stop him! Run after him and show him your legs. <laughs> He's gone. You can take your time now. Your next bus is five to nine. Oh, I'll be late. I'll get six of the best of some of the sniffer. Well, you should get up in the morning. I've got no sympathy for you. I don't care. I'd rather have the chain than walk into school with a soppy girl. Sandra will be on that bus. Oh, Jimmy, I'm glad I've caught you. Did you miss the bus? Yes, Mrs. Matthews. Well, jump in. I'll give you a lift to school. Oh, thanks. Good morning, Jimmy. Good... Oh, hey. I'll walk, Mrs. Matthews. What are you playing at? Don't be silly, Jimmy. You'll be late for school. Of course you'll get the cane. Oh, nothing to what I'll get from Charlie Thompson. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Get in. Oh, but Susan. Get in. I'm glad we saw you, Jimmy. Oh, yes. Are you all right in the back there? I'll be a lot up here in the boot. <laughs> Daddy's away for a week, so he told Mummy she could have the car every morning to take me to school. Oh, you mean you want me going on the bus? No, I'll be taking her in the car. So if you ever miss it, you can always have a lift. Tana, how lovely. <laughs> That's very nice of you, Mrs. Matthews. Say thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Mrs. Matthews. You're very kind. <laughs> Don't worry, Jimmy. I'll have you at school in plenty of time. Could you run round by the hospital? What for? I'd like to call and boot myself a bed for this afternoon. <laughs> Jimmy, see on. He'll be here in ten minutes. He's here now. I recognize his knock. <laughs> Jimmy! One day you'll bang that door and the house will fall down. Good, then we'll be able to move. What's the matter with you? Oh, he's been shocking. Mrs. Matthews took me in her car right to the school gate. And I had to walk in with Sandra. And he saw us. Who? Peeping Charlie Thompson. <laughs> his eyes popped out like gobstoppers. Well, I suppose he got a bit of his own back. Oh, you're not kidding. You should have heard him. It's lover boy Clitheroe and his sweetheart. <laughs> When's the wedding? <laughs> and Ozzy shouted, Get married at dinner time, then we can throw a rice pudding. <laughs> I hope you didn't start fighting with Sandra there. Oh, no, ma'am. I uh, just walked round the corner with her, went in and closed the door. Right on Charlie Thompson's foot. So that was a daft thing to do. Was he all right? He was off him mad. <laughs> then when I came back after playtime, somebody had written on the blackboard, Jimmy loves Sandra. Oh, I didn't half clout, Ozzy. How do you know it was Ozzy? 
Because he's the only one who spells loves L-U-V-S. <laughs> what did the teacher say? Oh, before he came in, I rubbed it out with all his head. <laughs> the teacher said, Higginbottom, what's happened to your hair? It's white. I said, well, you see, worries a lot, sir. <laughs> He's entitled to worry with you for a pal. Hey, I thought I'd had it at dinner time. I was in the playground and the black hand gang surrounded me, both of them. Charlie had a cricket stump, Ozzy had a ruler, and I had the window. Why, what happened? Charlie said, you're a traitor to the gang mixing with girls, isn't you, Ozzy? Ozzy just nodded his head. He was still eating his rice pudding. <laughs> oh, Father, he's pulling our legs. It's true. Just, just when they were going to attack, I had a brainwave. I told them that being friends with Sandra was all part of a secret plan to help the gang. And they'd come crawling to me on their hands and knees when they found out what it was. And what is the secret plan? No idea. <laughs> but I've got till next Monday to think of one. And in the meantime, I suppose you won't be taking Sandra to school on the bus. I don't have to. My mother's taking me in the car every morning. Well, be sure you catch that bus every day or you'll be getting another lift. To your doom. Don't worry, I'll be up like grease lightning in the morning. As soon as you call me, I'll come down them stairs quicker than you did, Grandad, the day you trod on me cricket ball. <laughs> But you must have something to eat. But I'll miss the bus again. I'm sorry, Jimmy, but we overslept. I forgot to wind your alarm clock up. Well, I'd like to wind your neck up. <laughs> That'll do. Susan's having to go without breakfast as well, because she's late. It's all right for her. She won't have to bend down and get six of the best. <laughs> if you miss the bus, Mrs. Matthews will gladly give you a lift. I'm going, Mother. I'll get something in the canteen. All right, love. See that you do. Oh, are you going, Susan? Yes, Granddad, I'm a fly. Well, get on your broomstick, knock it. <laughs> Don't you be rude. Uh, well, here you are now, the, the toast. I'm afraid I've scorched it a wee bit. You're joking. They look like coal bricks. <laughs> well, it's all this rush. I just don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, come on, eat your porridge. Right. Where's the milk? Where is it? Oh, don't tell me it's still in the cow. <laughs> it's at the front door. I forgot to bring it in. Oh, heck, I'll never get to school. If you want the milk, don't get it. Oh, ain't it marvellous? You get me up late, my breakfast's not ready, and now I've got to go on a milk round. Good <laughs> morning and get the milk. Oh, all right, what a life. I'll be late again. Hello, Jimmy. Alfie, hand me that bottle of milk. Yeah. Thanks. I've got it, Mum. And I'm having the creep. Oh, hey. What's the matter? I slammed the door in Alfie's face. Alfie's at the door. Oh, Jimmy, you're getting worse. What's Alfie doing here at this time in the morning? Maybe they don't have burnt toast at their house. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't rub it in. I'm sorry, Alfie. Come in. Jimmy didn't realize what he was doing. Oh, that's all right. I called for Susan so she could test me new sidecar. But I had a feeling she had to be early for work. And when I saw her getting on the bus before she saw me, I knew I was right. So I thought I'd wait for Jimmy. Good morning. Are you going? No. No, I've, I've just realized I never said it when I came in. Good morning. Cheerio. Bye-bye. No, Jimmy. <laughs> Not good morning because I'm going. Good morning because I've just arrived. Would you like a cup of tea, Alfie? <laughs> no, thanks, Mrs. Clither. I'm just going. Good morning. Cheerio. No. <laughs> I'm waiting for you, Jimmy, to give you a lift. Oh, good, I'm ready now. Cheerio, Grandad. Eh? 
Oh, cheerio. Oh, please say good morning to me, Grandad. Uh, good morning, Mr. Sinclair. How are you? Oh, Jim. <laughs> That'll do. Now, off you go. Go on. Right, Mom. Come on, Alfie. Right, Jimmy. Bye-bye, Alfie. Cheerio. Ta-da. Good morning, Alfie. Hello, Jim. Oh, shut up and come on. You should think yourself lucky I called for you. Look, there's your bus just going. Right, we'll race it. I'll get in the sidecar. Are you having difficulty? Yeah, I can't cock my leg over. Oh, yeah. Mr. Matthews over the road there. I can't get the car to start. I'm afraid my battery's flat. Ask her what shape it should be. What shape? <laughs> it is a nuisance. I was just taking Sandra to school. Oh, say, well, um, well, I- I'll take it. Oh, thank you. I'll just go in the house and get her. Oh, I'll feel all your rotten things. You can't do this to me. Do what? Take me to school with a soppy girl. Oh, I've forgotten about your trouble with the gang. Well, I'll have to take her now. Oh, and I'll get murdered again. Oh, I won't miss that bus again. Even if I have to stop awake all night. You must get that bus. <laughs> I'm out. I'm in again. That floor's cold. Where's my socks? Oh, yes, under my pillar. That's it. All right, slippers on. Pajama jacket off. Pajama trousers off. <laughs> Shirt on, pants on, tie on. Now for a wash. <laughs> Not a sound. You lazy lot. Come on, there, wakey, wakey, everybody up. Nobody sleeps while Jim's awake. <laughs> Jimmy, have you gone mad? Come on, man, I'm nearly ready. And it's only just turned half past seven. Uh, I'll be at school before the doors open. You certainly will. Today is Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get over it. You getting up at that time this morning, Jim? All right, it's not that funny. I think it's a scream. I only wish I'd have come out of my room to see your face at half past seven. If Alfie ever saw your face at half past seven, he'd join the foreign legion. <laughs> now, Jimmy, it was funny. After all that's happened this week. It's all the fault of that blinking Sandra. Hope she gets dandruff in a pigtail. <laughs> oh, it's always somebody else to blame. It's never dear little Jimmy's fault. Have you finished your breakfast, Jimmy? Yeah, Mum. I think I'll go to bed till dinner time. Poor lad, how he's suffered. He's been awake for two whole hours. Grandad, save your jokes for the barmaid. <laughs> Don't you be cheeky. 
circus here. Oh, heck no, I'm, I'm not in. I've joined the circus. Be quiet. Come in, Sandra. Thank you, Mrs. Clitheroe. Good morning, Jimmy. Is it? <laughs> I just came over to thank you for inviting me to the pictures this morning. Yes, well, you... Did you come better? Mummy said you sounded hoarse on the phone. I'm going deaf. Who what phone? Half an hour ago. You rang Mummy and said you wanted to take me to the children's matinee this morning, didn't you? I've been framed. <laughs> this is the work of horrible Lozzy. <laughs> oh, it wasn't you. But of course it wasn't. Would I have to have soppy gut? I mean, uh, no. Oh, well, I'd better go home then. Just a minute, love. It doesn't matter whether Jimmy asked you or not. I think it's a good idea. Well, you take her. <laughs> Jimmy, remember your manners. Well, if he doesn't want to take me... Oh, well, he didn't ask, Sandra. I've, I've no money. You had your pocket money last night. I've, I've no money to spare. I've got to buy all sorts of uh, licorice, I mean... <laughs> oh, no, we don't need any money. Well, that's just what I was going to... My uncle's the manager of the cinema, and I can always take my friends in for nothing. You mean every Saturday morning I, I can go in free? Yes, if you're a friend of mine. Oh, shake hands with your best pal. <laughs> Hang on a minute, I just want to make a phone call to my best enemy. Now, you hurry up, Jimmy. Hmm, you slipped up here, big mouth digging bottom. <laughs> Little Oswald's playing his jokes, is he? Mm. I'll have to clean the blackboard with him again. <laughs> Hello? Is that Ozzy? Listen, clever dick. You thought you were smart phoning Mrs. Matthews, didn't you? I'm not going to get out of it. I'm taking Sandra to the pictures. <laughs> Her uncle's the manager, so we're getting free seats. Put that in your trumpet and blow it. <laughs> I thought you'd change your tune. Any of my friends could go for nothing. If I had any. <laughs> this was my secret plan for the gang. Oh, oh yes, yes, of course it was. Well, say please then. That's it. <laughs> now say, Charlie Thompson is a bigger sissy than Ozzy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Starts at 11 o'clock. You and Charlie be there at 5 2. With sixpence each in your hand. To pay for two chalk ices for Sandra and me. <laughs> and tell Charlie Thompson from now on he'll carry my boots to school. What are you laughing for? You'll be carrying Sandra's. Those involved with the Gritherow Kid this week were Peter Sinclair as grandfather, Patricia Burke as mother, Danny Ross as Alfie Hall, and Diana Day as Susan, with Brian Truman, Rosalie Williams, and Susan James. The recorded program was written by James Casey and Frank Roscoe, produced by James Casey, and starred Jimmy Clitheroe as the kid himself. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
Scotland for New Year's Eve. No, not at all, Susan. You, you go if you want to. Well, I don't really want to, but Great Uncle Angus says he'd like to see the whole family for once. Well, he's quite all right with me, Susan. I mean, you are one of his relatives. Because though you were born in England, you've still got a lot of Scotch inside you. Get whiskey in your blood. Get a bit of Scotch blood in your glass. Yeah, what you did. Oh, I will miss you. It'll only be for three days, Alfie. Still, I'm glad you'll miss me. Oh, I will. But not as much as I used to when we first started courting. You know, in them days when you went away, I'd, I'd only got to think of your face and it made me cry. Oh, Ooh, it was horrible. Did not you say? But not you, I mean you being not all there. No, no, but being away. I think I know what you mean, Alfie. Oh, good. You know, Susan, whenever I'm alone with you like this, I can... I, I can... I can... You can what, Alfie? I can hear a rustling in the bushes. What? <laughs> They're behind your granddad's privet. Hey, perhaps it's a bird. Listen. <laughs> They're at it again. <laughs> I know who that is, all right. Come out. Down in the garden, something stirred. It was Alfie snogging with his duck all bird. <laughs> You can cut that out. We're talking, that's all. Well, I know one thing. It's a good job I'm letting the new year in. If they sent you two out at midnight, you'd only have to stop by the coal shed to gaze in each other's eyes, and we'd still be waiting at breakfast time. <laughs> so, you're going to let the new year in, are you? Of course. Well, me and the Black Hand Gang were offering to let it in at each of the gang's houses for a glass of lemonade and two mince pies. <laughs> I'll be ill for at least a week. <laughs> oh, there's only three of you in the gang, and knowing you, you won't get very ill on three lemonades and six mince pies. That's what I thought. So I had a brilliant idea of getting some more members in the gang, so we could call at their houses as well. Uh, and how many are in the gang now? One hundred and seventy-five. <laughs> Is that so? Yes, it's going to be marvellous. We're even thinking of asking if we can let the new year into the police station. The police station? Why not? We should pick up a few coppers there. <laughs> oh, don't some mothers have them. Well, brother dear, it sounds as if you're going to have to cover a lot of ground on New Year's Eve. That's right, sister dear. All I need is me bike. You'll need a jet plane. We're going to Glasgow. Look, as long as I get the wind behind me and I don't eat too much plum pudding... I... Who's going to Glasgow? We are, you, me, Mother and Grandad, to spend Hogmanay with Great Uncle Anger. Susan, pull the other one, it's got bells on. No, it's true, Jimmy, your granddad's had an invitation from his brother in an envelope with no stamp on. His brother wasn't in the envelope, but if he... He, he... he wants to see all of you, including Susan, and it'll be a big disappointment for him. But for me, I mean, and not... Not being with Susan. Alfie, switch your tongue off so your brains can cool down. <laughs> Susan, is it true? Yes. If you don't believe me, ask Mother and Grandad. Oh, but I've got everything planned with the gang. I don't want to go to Blinking Scotland. They're all foreigners. <laughs> I'm 
was going to see me mum about this as soon as I put me back away. And we can catch the train on Sunday that arrives in Glasgow Central at 3.35 p.m. We will therefore be looking forward to seeing you unless we hear from you to the contrary. Yours I, Peter. <laughs> P.S. I note your remarks about rushing out at the last minute to catch the post, but you still owe me sixpence for the postage. <laughs> well, how does that sound, Pat? Oh, you, you Scotsman. You never miss a thing where money's concerned. Still, your letter sounds fine, Father. Oh, I'll bet Jimmy will be surprised when he gets home. Surprised? <laughs> He's had the biggest shock since Dub Stoppers went up at your quarter. <laughs> there you are. Trust you to hear what I was saying. Mum, what's all this about us going up to Glasgow for a, a mahogany? Mahogany, <laughs> Jim. Well, whatever it is, it's a rotten twist. We're not really going, are we? Why not? I'll bet you have a lot of fun up there. You what? The only fun I can think of will be walking into a room full of men in kilts carrying a bicycle pump. <laughs> No, no, that'll do, Jimmy. We've been invited by your great uncle Angus, and we're going, and that's that. But I can't go. I've made all my arrangements with the Black Hand Gang. Look, if you want some company of your own age, there'll be at least one little boy up there you can play with. But I want to play with me pals, not one of me daft Scotch relatives. <laughs> He's not a relative. He lives next door to Angus. He's a Macintosh. I don't care if he's a numberella. <laughs> I'm not playing with him. Look, you're going to Glasgow with the rest of us. Your grandfather's written a letter saying we'll be coming and he's just going out to post it. Is he? Yeah. I'll take it for you, Grandad. Oh, no, you won't. Uh... Oh, no. I don't want it posting in the dustbin. I'll do it myself on my way to the Rose and Crown. Can I come with you and drown me sorrows? Oh, stop talking nonsense, will you? It's all right for you, Grandad. You'll enjoy it, especially when you see the Loch Ness monster. What? We're not going anywhere near Loch Ness, so when am I likely to be seeing the monster? Just after closing time. <laughs> I'll never have a hard day, and I'm in no mood for jokes. This is the second delivery. Well, no wonder you've had a hard day if you have to deliver all the letters twice. Oh, very comical. You wouldn't be surprised if you had this job to do. Oh, full of aches and pains. Oh, I recognize you now. Hop along, Cassidy. Pardon? Well, that's what all the lads call you. You're the one with the bad feet, aren't you? Come on, my feet. Is anybody in besides you? No, they're all out shopping. Would you like to come in for a mustard bath? Look, you're sure there's nobody in except you? Oh, I told you. Oh, that's a pity. Well, in that case, I suppose I'll have to get your signature. Well, all right, but won't you get into trouble? What for? Collecting autographs instead of delivering the post. Oh, you funny little boy. <laughs> you know, if you were my lad, I'd take you down to the post office, lock you in the mailbag and hope for a robbery. 
Now, look, I've got a letter here for Mr. Sinclair, and I've also got this parcel addressed to Master James Kivlow. That don't snatch. Well, that's for me. I'm in, Master James Kivlow. Come on, hand it over. One at a time, one at a time. There's this letter. Oh, give it here. I'll stick it in my pocket. Now, can I have my parcel, please? Oh, stop tugging at it. You're tearing the wrapping. But it's for me, a parcel. I wonder what's inside it. A rattlesnake, I hope. <laughs> All right, look. Come on. Sign here first. Sign oh, here. All right, lend me a pencil. Oh, yeah. Now then, James Clitheroe. Yeah. Now, let me see what it is. Must be a Christmas present that's arrived late. Hey, come on. Hand it over. Give over. It's my present, not yours. I'm talking about my pencil. <laughs> oh, smashing. He's from Great Uncle Angus in Glasgow. I'm not interested. Give me my pencil. Oh, look what it is. A smashing toy dining car, complete with seats and electric lights for me train set. Just what I've always wanted. Isn't it a smasher? Yes, very nice. Now, me pencil, come on. You should have been here for Christmas, this dining car. Hey, why is it taking so long to come from Glasgow? Perhaps it got shunted into the siding at Carlisle. Can I have my pencil? <laughs> Listen, mister, there's a note inside from Great Uncle Angus. I'll read it to oh, you. Oh, never mind you. Dear Jimmy, I hope the enclosed present is Scotch, you know. Thank you. Thanks. I hope the enclosed present will be something to be going on with. Sorry I have not been able to enclose the other things, but the store forgot to order the set of electric signals and the water tower. Oh. However, you can look forward to receiving them when we meet for Hogmanay. Oh, it's not marvelous of him, mister. Don't you wish you had a great uncle like me? Yes, he might send me a few pencils now and again. <laughs> now, look, come on. All right, keep your bag on. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a day I've had. What with meeting you, being bitten by a dog, and I'm wet through with the rain, my feet are killing me, and we've got my wife's mother coming. Well, um, just a minute, mister, mister. Oh, it's enough to drive you around the bend. What, what is it now? Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind you wearing your kilt, nor your tam shanta but do you have to take that knobbly old walking stick with you? Doc, it's my crummer, Pat, and I... Well, why shouldn't I pick my knobbly old walking stick, as you call it? Because if anybody sees you with your knobbly stick and your knobbly knees, they'll think you've got three legs. <laughs> oh, very funny. Well, it would be a novelty, a man with three legs, especially when one of them's got a touch of woodworm. <laughs> Will you stop being funny and get your coat on? We'll miss the train if we don't catch that ten o'clock bus. Oh, I've just been checking up on the phone, ma'am. The ten o'clock bus doesn't run on Sunday mornings. What? Well, why didn't you say so before? We'll never catch that Glasgow train now. Yes, we will, Grandad. I've ordered a taxi. Oh, well, that's all. A taxi? You've no right to go ordering taxis without my permission. Now, now, Father, we didn't check on the buses, so it's our own fault. And anyway, it'll be more comfortable in a taxi. Oh, well, I suppose you're right. Mind you, if everybody'd been like me, we could have caught an earlier bus. I've already packed all the things I'll be needing. Here's a pair of clean socks and a corkscrew. What was that? <laughs> Nothing, Grandad. Mom, have you packed your things yet? No, oh, I can't seem to find any more room in this case. Now, what's in this cardboard box? Let me see. Oh, no, Jimmy, what's this? Just a few things for me to play with, Mum. A few things. There's your yo-yo, your catapult, your water pistol. Water pistol? That's me death ray gun. 
what do you want to take that to Glasgow for? This is my secret weapon, Jim's answer to the bagpipes. <laughs> well, you can just take your box of tricks out of that case and put it back in the front room drawer. Well, Grandad, I've got to have some fun. Don't argue, Jimmy. We haven't got room for all that lot, no. Go on, just put them back in the front room. Oh, all right, Mum. And if Susan's still in there with Alfie, tell her to hurry up. When right, you... Mum, we'll call. Trust the lovebirds to spend the last few minutes together in the snogging room. Wonder what they're up to in there. No use wondering, Jim. <laughs> just listen at the keyhole. <laughs> now, have you got everything clear, Alfie? Yes, Susan. I've got to phone you tonight. If you don't phone me first, and tomorrow and Tuesday as well, give us a kiss. <laughs> Hello, the wrestling match is about to start. <laughs> Two falls or one submission. And you know what Mother asked you when she gave you the key to the front door, Arthur? But yes, Susan, every day I'm going to come round to your house and set fire to it. Jump in like a fire. <laughs> on my motorbike. Be in the grave. Oh, give us a kiss. Arthur, I'm in a hurry. Ah, so am I. Give us a kiss. That's three times he's asked her. He must have had his porridge this morning. <laughs> Down to the railway station. Yeah, well, I'll come with you and you can kiss me on the platform. Oh, I couldn't. Not with all those people about. Well, take him in the guards' van. <laughs> You'll feel at home there with all the other fish. <laughs> what do you want? Come on, Scragginet. We've got to get on our way to Glasgow. All oh, right, I'm coming. Good. Well, uh, cheerio, Alfie. I'll uh, send you postcard. Having a wonderful time. Glad you're not here. You know, well, you've changed your tune all of a sudden, haven't you? I thought you didn't want to go to Glasgow. Oh, he didn't, till he heard about the presents he'll be getting from Great Uncle Angus. Honestly, the thing some children will do for a few silly toys. It's nothing to what some daft grown-ups will do for a few sloppy kisses. <laughs> you've been listening at the door again, haven't you? Yes, and I nearly went out and bought some birdseed. Birdseed? What for? For you. All I could hear was, give us a kiss. Give us a kiss. Give us a kiss. <laughs> For a minute, I thought Grandad had won a parrot in the pub raffle. <laughs> Grandad, Mum, come up here. I found a compartment. Oh, thank goodness. Right, Pat, you go ahead. Come on, Susan. Here we are, Mum. This one. There's only one old fellow in here, and he's asleep. Oh, what a relief. I thought we were going to have to stand all the way to Glasgow. Yes, it's lucky I was with you. What? If we hadn't had to turn the taxi around to go back for your overcoat, we'd have been 20 minutes earlier. Yes, we'd have had no trouble in finding seats. Well, you'd have been all right anyway. There's a cattle truck at the back. <laughs> That's enough. Now, come on, open the door. Right, Mum. Oh. We'd better put our stuff on this side. The old chap there's filled up the other rack. That's one. Give me the other things. Here you are, Father. I can manage myself. It's not very heavy. Jimmy, give me your carrier bag with the food in. I'm not trusting you with my apples. I'll put the bag on the rack down this end. You can't reach. I can if I stand on the seat. There's room here above the old fella. Oh, my lad. What are you doing, you wee devil? <laughs> sorry, mister. I thought I was standing on the seat. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're the limit. I, I'm sorry, sir. He, he was trying to put something on the rack, you see. Yes, the, the bag with the, the, the apples and... Oh, heck, look out. Oh, my head. Are you trying to kill me? 
Oh, young boy, you're today or nothing but ruffians, ruffians, hoodlums. Aye, no discipline, no respect. When I was your age, I was seen in that hair. I was never allowed to speak in front of my elders. Ah, well, you're making up for it now. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, you apologise properly to the gentleman or you'll get a good spanking. You will. Hey, Susan. Aren't people funny when they're asleep? Keep your voice down or you'll wake them. All right, but look at them. Mam's head rolling about like a puppet. The old fellow in the corner with his chin in his hand. He keeps slipping an inch at a time. <laughs> Ain't one little push on his elbow and he's had his chips. <laughs> Don't you dare. I'm not touching him. Hey, look at Grandad growling away with his mouth open. He looks like a walrus waiting for a fish. It's me. May I see you to get sleep? Oh, yes. Uh, just a minute. Um, Father. Father, the, the tickets. Hmm? What's uh, that? Tickets. Oh, the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Mm. Mr. Are we nearly in Glasgow, mister? No, 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 Sonny. Uh, another three hours. Not even in Scotland yet. Oh, hey. Hey, you'd think we were in Scotland, though, when you look out at the fields, wouldn't you? Oh, uh, why? Well, all those cows. Everyone's got its own set of bagpipes. Well, I must say, that's a very good one, then. <laughs> Set of the bagpipes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, very funny. <laughs> well, excuse me now till I wake the old gentleman there, will you? Be careful. He might clout you with his claymore. Oh, dear. Bit on the touchy side, is he? Touchy? He went raving mad with me just because I gave him one of me apples. <laughs> it fell on his head. Well, he should have kept his mouth open. Hi, <laughs> right, Jimmy. Mind he, he is a bit of an old narc. He comes and sit in a smoking compartment. But as soon as I lit my pipe, he started coughing. And I had to go out and smoke in the corridor. Well, whatever he is, he's got to wake up and show me a ticket. I'll wake him for you, shall I? Yes, thanks very much, Sonny. Uh, but not with an apple. Oh, no. Wakey, wakey! Oh, I What's that? You, 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 you're that. That does it. You're going to feel my belt across your bottom. Come here. Jimmy, sit down. Oh, no, you don't. You'll not stop me, you, 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 Sassenach. What? Me, a Sassenach? I'm a sinkler and proud of it. The sinklers have been Scotsmen for a thousand years. They weren't the Scotsmen. They were monkeys and kelps. Listen to me, you old old... Not Grandad. Not Grandad. Shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> No, no, gentlemen, please, please. I don't want an island war breaking out on my train. And remember, please, there are two ladies present, dear. Two? <laughs> we can't in you, Susan. Well, uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have lost my temper. No, you should have lost that wee devil when he was born. Oh, stop it, all of you! I must say, this is a fine start to our holiday. I must say, this is a fine start to our holidays. Coming all the way from Glasgow to get a dose of English pneumonia. Now, now, Angus, don't go upsetting yourself. Do bring on your indigestion. No doubt your brother Peter has a good explanation. Don't go upsetting yourself, the woman says. Yeah, I drive all the way from Scotland. I haven't eaten for six hours. I arrive punctually at my brother's home, and there's not a soul in the house. 
But I've been through just as much as you, Angus. But these things have sent to try us. Hello, did you want something? Can I help you? Not unless you know how we can get rid of this house. We've been knocking for ten minutes and there's no answer. Ah, well, that's because there's nobody in. <laughs> Flora, my dear, this is what they call an Englishman. Oh. No wonder they dare not give us home rule. <laughs> now, now, Angus, you will have to excuse my husband, young man. He suffers with his stomach. Oh, I didn't hear anything. What about you, the cleaning roster? We are relatives of Mr. Sinclair, and we've come here to stay for a few days. Oh, well, well why don't you go in out to the rain? You might catch cold standing out there. You're dark. Come on. Now, now, Angus. Uh, the door is locked, and we have no key. Oh, I see. Well, no wonder you cross. That like me Auntie Maggie was when she got married and we all stood in the rain and we couldn't get in the house for the reception because Arthur had the key and he was late. Arthur was Auntie Maggie's son. It's to her first husband. He gave her away. But Arthur, not her first husband. And she got soaked, so she hit him with a bucket and he left home. <laughs> that, not, not her first husband, that Arthur. So ever since that, they've kept it under the mat. Kept what under the mat? The bouquet, Arthur, or Aunt Maggie's first husband? <laughs> no, the, the door key. Uh, yes, yes. Well, there is no mat here. Oh, no. No, the clitorals keep theirs in the tool shed around the back. Well, why didn't he say so before? I'll go and get it, Flora. Yeah, it's not there. How do you know? Because I've got it. Yeah, what? <laughs> now, now, Angus, young man, would you please open the door? Yeah, of course I will. Darling. I can't stand anymore. Will he open the door, you brother and stupid half? Oh, now, now, Agnes. <laughs> But I haven't got it. I, well, I have got it, but not here. I've, I've got it there at home, so I'll get it there. Wait till Peter gets here. I'll have something to say to that brother of mine when I... I'll have something to say to that brother of mine when I see him. The house locked up. And us stuck outside here in the snow. Are you sure you put the correct date in the letter, Grandad? Of course that did. And the time of the train. Your mother read it. Oh, yes, there was no mistake. Oh, it really is too bad of him and his wife both being out when we arrive. Oh, Father, we must do something. It, it's perishing. We're past the pub round the oh. corner, Grandad. Why don't you go in there and look for him? What makes you think he'll be in a pub? Well, he's your brother. <laughs> I mean, a Scotsman, I mean. Will you cut out your jokes? This is serious. Oh, you poor things. You're not trying to get in that house, are you? No, we're playing leapfrog. You want a game? Be quiet, Jimmy. Uh, we're relatives of Mr. Angus Sinclair, and we've come up to stay for a couple of days. Oh, well, I'm afraid you're unlucky. Mm-hmm. The house has been inches deep in water, so they've gone away. Where have they gone? To buy your roof. <laughs> I don't understand, Mrs. Well, they had a bust. Uh-huh. The place was flooded, so they've gone away for Hugmanay. I promise to light fires for them every day till they get back. Next Tuesday or Wednesday it'll be... But they asked us for Hogmanay. I was going to let their first boot in tomorrow night. Uh, Luke, would you like to come into my house for a warm and a cup of tea? Or maybe a wee drop of whiskey? Oh, thank you very much. Well, Father, what are we going to do? Well, we'll just have to go back home in the next train. After we've had a wee warm in this good lady's house. Uh-huh. Not to mention a wee drop of whiskey. <laughs> to think we had all this journey for nothing. Aye, oh. and all that money wasted. Yes, and all that talk about the good time we'd have had. 
Oh, right, all right. I'm sorry. Where are we going for our summer holidays, Grandad? A day trip to North Africa? <laughs> We're nearly home. I never want to go through all that again. When you come to the end of the perfect day. All right, all right. We can do with us that. We've suffered enough today. Oh, don't get on to me. We didn't go to see my daft brother. What? I, I didn't mean that, Grandad. Oh, look, we don't want any more trouble from you. Well, it was only a joke. Well, huh? we've had enough of your jokes on this journey. Telling that woman on the train that we'd all been all the way to Glasgow and back to get a bucket of Scotch water for Grandad's whiskey. <laughs> She was too nosy. You keep quiet, Jimmy. Now, listen, my lad. If you cause any more trouble, you'll feel the weight of my hand. Hello. Alfie must be in our house. The lights are on. Alfie? Yes. Mother gave him the key and asked him to light a fire each day while we were away. He must be crackers trusting him with a box of matches after what he did on bonfire night. What was that? He went out in the dark without a torch, struck a match and looked in the fireworks box for a Roman candle. He found one. Just before a rocket found him bending over. Oh, don't listen to his stories, Grandad. Jimmy, hold this parcel a minute, and while I get the door key. Right, Mum. I hope Alfie's left some food in the pantry. Don't be clever. Oh, dear, home at last. It's oh. a relief to put these cases down. I will just dump everything and I'll make a cup of tea. I'll give Alfie a shout. Okay. Alfie! Alfie, home! Hey, Tarzan, we've brought your monkey back. <laughs> what was that? Hello, Alfie. You're not Alfie. Uncle, it's Great Angus, Uncle Angus. Uncle Angus, what are you doing here? Waiting for you, of course. Well, you're a fine one, Angus, and no mistake. Oh, hello, Flora. Hello, Peter. So you've arrived at last, all of you. We've arrived? We've just been all the way to Glasgow and back to see you. Aye, 30 pounds I've spent and probably caught pneumonia standing outside your house. And you, here all the time. Are you drunk already? What? <laughs> I had a drink from your neighbor. Two, Grandad. Remember, you coughed for five minutes before the woman would open the bottle again. <laughs> I am Jimmy. But, Peter, why did you go to our house when Angus wrote and told you we were coming here? We got no letter from anyone. No. That you must have done. I sent it at the same time as Jimmy's present. Well, the postman must have got fed up delivering your letters with no stamp on. Don't talk to the dike, you old reprobate. What? You're asking for trouble, yeah. I guess. Go on, let's have a scrap. I'll hold you kill. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy, you collected the parcel from the postman. Now, come on, was there a letter? No, of course the Oh, whack. Who put it in my pocket and gave it... Forgot to give it to me granddad. What? You mean we travel 500 miles, spent a fortune, froze to death, and it's all your fault? Well, laddie, and uh, what have ye got to say? Well, um, um, uh, Happy New Year, Uncle Angus. Those involved with the Fiddler Kid this week were Peter Sinclair as grandfather, Patricia Burke as mother, Danny Ross as Alfie Hall, Diana Day as Susan, Derek Geiler as the postman and ticket collector, John Laurie as Angus, and Molly Weir as Flora. The recorded program was written by James Casey and Frank Roscoe, produced by James Casey, and starred Jimmy Clitheroe as the kid himself.
I still haven't recovered from yesterday. Here I am in bed on New Year's Eve, and they're all living it up downstairs. The clock's just struck twelve. A right happy Hogmanay this is. Jimmy, are you still awake? Uh, yes, Grandad, but I'm being quiet. Well, stop it. Hey? Come on in, everybody. Jimmy, take this. What is it, Grandad? Lemonade, of course. Right, all together now. Should all acquaintance be forgot? Come on, Jimmy, sing up. Should all acquaintance be forgot? And all Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 